0: guys welcome back to grow up emo kid the show where we just talk about whatever the fuck we feel like i'm julie and that was sam and here we are
1: we're late yeah we're late and it's my fault and i'm sorry
0: yeah uh sam had a little problem um we were gonna record Last Friday we've been trying to get everything uh, you know, get on an every two week schedule. So we record on like one week and then we post the next week, and Sam
1: had a little issue. Yeah, so well Friday I was just tired and we were gonna record, but you couldn't do it till late because hockey, which I understand. So then we were gonna record on Sunday, and Sunday morning I woke up with a fever and ended up in the hospital for four days.
0: Do you think? That maybe you were so tired because you were getting sick.
1: No, I think that I got stuck with a needle on Saturday and I don't think the person who stuck me either removed the ne- moved my, removed my scab fully or cleaned my arm after removing the scab properly. Okay, so do you want to clear up this removed the scab thing real quick? <laughs> okay, so I am a dialysis patient and I have a fistula, which means that I have a vein and an artery attached to each other in my arm where there's a high velocity of blood flow so that they can do my dialysis. And instead of them sticking me with a sharp needle every week, I had them create something in my arm called a buttonhole, which is where you have one tech stick you for about 10 sticks, roughly, in the same place, the same angle over and over again. So it's about 10 sticks. And essentially, it's like having an earring piercing. So instead of them having to pierce my arm with a fresh needle every time they're able to pop the scab out and stick it into basically an earring piercing type hole. And the process is you're supposed to clean it, pop the scab out and then clean it again because human body has staff and like staph bacteria all over your skin at any time. So for anybody, any kind of cut where you have blood exposure, you can get a staph infection. It's very easy to happen, but most people have pretty good immune systems unfortunately because I'm on dialysis. Your sucks. And I get well it's it doesn't it actually doesn't. I have a pretty decent immune system. But when somebody doesn't do the proper steps with my arm, I'm going to I am going to have a slightly higher risk of infection and it's very possible that on Saturday because the incubation incubation period is like 12 to 48 hours roughly for this virus. So is, and last so it was staff ahead. in the end. Yes. It's it's a staph infection is what it was. And it was in my blood. It was a staph infection in my blood. I just wanted to repeat
0: that out loud so I could see Melanie's face when she heard me say it.
1: Yeah. It's not good. Um, luckily my body does react very quickly. As soon as it enters my system, my body starts to show symptoms. Some people don't, they'll notice they're getting sick and it's not a big deal. Like they're able to function. For me, I hit the fever, and within a few hours, I actually end up in a lot of pain.
0: You're like more attuned to getting sick, though.
1: I do pay attention to my body more so than other people. Like, you, probably you do. have to. Yes. But the other thing is, my body doesn't give me a choice. I legitimately, last time this happened, which was in February, was um, that staff too? It was staff as well, as well as back in 2016, I had an ankle surgery that was staph, but it had, that had seated in my ankle in February. And this time it was just in my blood. So Jesus Christ, my body basically, unlike some people who can, like I said, just function, my body starts to, it's like my whole body starts to hurt. And then I start getting waves of pain in February, it was so bad that I was screaming screaming in the emergency room, like waiting for them to take me back to give me some pain medicine. I was like, I could not help myself. Usually I'm pretty good at, like I cry but I'm pretty good at maintaining my composure. I was in so much pain. I was screaming like at the top of my lungs in the emergency room. I felt like an idiot after, you know, I felt better. I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But I could not help it.
0: In that situation, like, what other outlet is there?
1: There really isn't one. Like, my mom could. My mom was trying to calm me down. Her, her and Michael were trying to like rub my feet to make them feel better, and I was like, "You guys need to stop touching me. It's making it (laughs) worse." Don't
0: touch me. Yeah, no.
1: It was legitimately like, don't. Like, my mom finally like. It was your feet again. It It was February. In February, well, it, the pain, like I just had all over body pain, but I was getting like waves of it and it was worse in my hands and in my feet. My hands and feet were going numb. It was, I was in so much pain. Jesus like, Christ. And it didn't get that bad this time because Michael and I got me to the emergency room a little bit faster. Last time I had, like, I didn't call somebody until it was pretty bad because I didn't really realize what was going on. And then,
0: and now you you're like, oh shit, this has happened before.
1: Yeah. I don't want to do this again. And this is
0: a a, a negligence issue?
1: Possibly. So basically, I have to go to the clinical director at my clinic and be like, look, you need to refresh everybody on how to handle buttonholes because most likely I'm getting this infection from people not doing what they're supposed to do. It has nothing to do with me. It has people – has to do with the techs not doing their job. Because this is the
0: second time and you go to the same place. This is the second time. Have you been to dialysis since you got out of the hospital?
1: I have the clinical director wasn't available, but I did talk to the okay. the techs and I only have I will only let certain techs touch me now that's, until I, I know that they have fixed the problem.
0: I think that's fair. I really do.
1: Yeah. Um and I also I haven't bought it yet, but I'm gonna go to the store this weekend and there's a preoperative soap you can buy and yeah. my plan is to keep it in my dialysis back and to try to be proactive myself, wash my arm, wash that area of my arm before I sit down in the chair just as a precaution. And it may not do anything, but then again, maybe it can help with the possibility of having that that bacteria on my skin when they go to stick me. Well, the fact
0: that you are the one that's having to worry about this and do cleaning yourself when it should be the responsibility of you know the caregivers that are working with you is pretty fucked up
1: i mean it's not ideal but at the same time i've learned through the process of being through all of this stuff the only person who can really protect yourself is yourself you can't rely on other people even though you you'd think medical professionals you'd be able to you can't always yeah that's not how you want your your medical no, care to you, function you But you see it everywhere. You see it in the hospital. I have to constantly remind technicians who come in to draw my blood not to use alcohol on my skin. Like constantly. Mm. Because even though it's in my chart, not everybody reads your chart. And that's... They should really
0: I, be reading your chart.
1: Before they come in the room. I agree. And that's why like, I feel like, and I've been told this by... I had a really great nurse practitioner who was in charge of my case this time. And she's like, you really should consider like going into patient advocacy when you like get better because you know, all of this stuff and you're teaching people as they encounter you. A lot of times nurses and staff, they always have lots of questions to ask me just because my case is so strange anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, I found out another really strange thing on top of all the other stuff. So because this is the second time getting the infection. I actually had to have a transesophageal ultrasound of my, of my heart.
0: That sounds um, like the worst thing ever.
1: It wasn't great, but they put you to sleep. They just basically, it's almost like an upper GI. They put a tube down your throat and look at your heart through your esophagus. Um, so there's no cutting or anything. It's non-invasive. Um, my throat Christ. hurt for a little bit, but um, they looked at my heart because they thought they saw something on my heart and it could have been the infection. However, it's just a, your body can form, like your heart can form like ridges, like naturally, like you can get them when you're born, like that just your heart does strange things sometimes everybody's body does. But my ridge happens to be in a place that is abnormal, like it's they don't usually see those kinds of ridges in this part of the heart. So it's just another like thing on my list of like abnormal things going on with me. So, but my heart's fine. The good news, my heart is, is good and is in good shape. So, well,
0: I mean, on the bright side, that's great. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so it's a, it's been an adventure today I went for an ultrasound of my thyroid because I have nodules and they want to make sure those are fine oh okay. blah blah blah. yeah so it's my, not one thing then it's another it's everything <laughs> at this point also in the last like since we've been on air I ended up having to get a pair of reading glasses in addition to my regular glasses because I am an old person before I even turned 30
0: I so, mean look you're basically 30
1: I'm not yet, and I'm not even old enough to have like you wouldn't think I'm old enough to have reading glasses, but apparently I need reading glasses. So yeah, basically thirty. Whatever. I don't turn thirty until May. 8th. That's how, many, not, how many? How many days is
0: that from where we're like recording a week, right now?
1: It's like a week and a half.
0: Oh, a whole week and a half before you turn thirty, Sam. I got news for you. What? Um. Everybody else in your friend group is older than you. Get fucked. <laughs>
1: I know I'm, I'm the baby, and I'm finally turning 30. Uh, I say that I'm like the next youngest. I'm that's gonna true. Turn, and you
0: I, are. like Sam's like really, really, really the youngest in the friends group because I'm the next youngest, and I'm going to turn 33.
1: Yeah, Michael's going to be turning. Well, no, Michael. It would be Michael. Oh, Michael's younger than me. Yeah, Michael will be 32 this year. I keep
0: forget. I keep thinking. I for some reason I think that Michael is older than me. I don't know why. I, I,
1: he acts like an old person. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> It's his chillness. It's his level of She's chill. He's
0: so chill.
1: I went to the doctor this week, too. What did you go to the
0: doctor for? It's just a physical. So, And I, I also learned something this week about my weird body. Um, I had an EKG. It was fine. Whatever. That was normal. I was irritated that I had to do it. but Well,
1: yeah. You know, annoying. you go
0: for your physical. You get to pee in a cup. Um, they test my heart because my family has a history of like dropping dead from heart attacks at really young ages, Ugh. and um, I uh, got my Pap smear. Fun. And once upon a time, when I first moved to Maryland, I got a Pap smear, and this doctor says I can't find your cervix, and I'm like, uh, I have one. Hmm. I would assume. Yeah. So what I learned when I was in there. Is that sometimes they're flipped and they have to, like, jab at them in certain ways to get them to, like, flip so they can, like, do the test. Weird. And um, that's what's up with mine. And that's why they couldn't, quote, unquote, find my cervix. So it was nice that, like, the doctor was able to explain to me why someone had said that. That is but interesting. Yeah, it wasn't interesting when I was getting it done. Weird hurt like a bitch
1: yeah but I, it's like have you ever had a transvaginal ultrasound um i have not those but are the worst only for
0: the sole reason that when i was diagnosed with pcos i was i think like 18 years old and not sexually active and they were like yeah we're not gonna do this to you
1: yeah and i was like sure appreciate it Yeah, no, I was sexually active when we discovered that I was. So they were like, we're going to stick this wand up your vajayjay. And I'm like, okay, well, that'll be fun. It's not. I've also had a balloon inserted into my uterus. So I can imagine how much pain you were in because that was really painful.
0: I mean, look, my um, cervix had no interest in doing whatever this doctor was trying to get it to do. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're killing me from my insides. No i'm sorry which is super dramatic after all the shit you were just talking about so well
1: i mean i'm so used to it at this point and it was really funny michael went for consultation he's gonna get lasik done and the doctor was like oh, so talk- jealous <laughs> the doctor was like talking and i was like yeah i know that yeah i know that and she's like do i even need to be here i was like well i i've, I've got a history i have really bad eyes and she's like and asking me all these questions and then she looks at michael and she looks at me and she's like, "If this was reversed, this wouldn't work." It's like, "Yeah, I'm the one that runs into the walls. He's the one that like keeps me from running into the walls." And it was just funny because everything she brought up, I was like, "Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, I know what that is." Because <laughs> I had tried to get LASIK at one point in my life, but I oh, just don't qualify. And for your it. your eyes, it's not it's not a possibility. If they were to try to do LASIK, it would most likely just make things worse for me. Jesus Christ. Well, my brain has adapted to see the way that I see. And if you did any small tweak, it's possible that it would just throw everything off. So, God knows you can barely see as it is. So, that's why I have a pair of reading glasses and a pair of regular glasses because (laughs) if they tried to put bifocals on me, I'd run into the goddamn wall every day. So, Sam. Yeah.
0: Are you trying to tell me you don't run into the wall every day?
1: I don't run into it every day, just most days. Oh okay.
0: <laughs>
1: did you? Did you? Was there like a learning curve when you got into the new house? Not really. I actually adapted pretty quickly. The only thing that I will like run into occasionally is the coffee table. If we move it around, because Michael moves it around a little bit depending on like if he wants to use it to eat on and stuff. <laughs> um, so when he moves it around occasionally, I'll kick it. But. But for the most part, it's been, we got everything picked up so quickly. I haven't really, we even created like, we bought a like shower bar to put in front of the washer so it could stay open without like staying all the way open because it doesn't like it won't crack. It only wants to open all, either all the way or be shut. So we bought like a bar to put in front of it because if you shut it, it's one of those washers that gets really smelly. So it needs to stay open all the time. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, it's been good. It's been a really nice transition. There's no stairs, which is fantastic.
0: We're actually going to talk to the guy that owns our house tomorrow. So, our house that we want to buy. I don't know
1: Have you started looking into getting your loan or anything yet? No! I sent you the info. I sent you our loan guy. He was very good. I know. I mean, this isn't a universe where I've done anything but go to hockey games. That's true. I mean, you're against, I'm I'm going to be so, like, don't judge, don't be mad, but, like, you are playing against the pen, so, like, in all honesty, you'll probably be out of, you know, hockey season pretty soon. Oh, hey, fuck you! <laughs> I fuck love you, and that was funny. <laughs> I'm hoping they win, but you, like, you said it yourself, you guys always, like, shit the bed when it comes to the pen. No, we're going to fucking do okay, it. Okay, you're not going to shit the bed this year. We shat the bed last night, but we're not gonna do it again. Okay, <laughs> I believe you. Fuck! <laughs> Look, I mean, I don't follow hockey. I only know what you've taught me, and you've taught me that you guys versus the Pens is not a good combination. The news desk is here. What's the news desk have to say?
0: Come over, uh, come over, and speak into like my
1: microphone. Come down here. The first appearance of Melanie on the show. Did
0: Sam say that you won't have to go to hockey games much longer? She sure shit did.
1: Fuck you!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so Melanie's a hockey fan now. I don't know if you knew this. I've noticed. Um, I've noticed. uh, Melanie, like... Like, is real into it. Because the other night when we, like, were postponing recording because I was watching a hockey game, I actually missed the beginning of that game because I was napping. And I got up and I came in the living room and Melanie was sitting here and she's, like, fucking watching the game. And I'm like, dude, are you turning on the game right now? Say, um, it's, it's Winnipeg Jets in the thing. Um, because they're in Nashville. Um, and she and I come out here and Melanie's legitimately sitting here watching the fucking hockey game. And I said and I came over here and I go, "Who the fuck are you?"
1: <laughs> so, you've got <gotten>, you've sucked <laughs> her into hockey and you sucked me into drag race.
0: Yeah, I did suck you into drag race.
1: Um Yeah, yeah, you did.
0: It's sorry. Yeah,
1: you I've spent money now on drag race sorry to you and sorry to michael yeah he he <laughs> doesn't watch it but luckily it's on thursdays when he's playing video games like because i watch it like live now because no. of you and i haven't i haven't seen all stars three or any of the new seasons. did you see nine even yet? Though have you seen season nine yet who was in season sasha nine sasha valore and yeah we saw okay. that one so you at least have gotten to season nine yeah, the only thing the only ones we haven't seen are um, All Stars three and season ten. I just want you to know that I love Sasha Velour. I was really glad she won. She was who I was rooting for, for throughout most of the season,
0: and I feel like I've blocked most of that season out at this point. I don't even remember. Well, and I
1: have my I have come up with my own drag name, and I'm sort of like half named after her. You have to mm-hmm. tell me if this is a good drag name or not, okay? Sasha Riot. Sure. I, I don't I know. I think it's cute. I tried to name Yudit Betty Briefs, but she didn't like that one. It was Betty, Betty what? Betty Briefs.
0: I like I that, do though. Too. That's cute.
1: But she doesn't like it. You. Did. <laughs> she wants a drag name, but every name I come up with, she hates.
0: Well, tell her she's got to come up with her own, then. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think Betty Briefs is really cute. Like, I was like, that's perfect. Michael helped me come up with it. And I was like, that's perfect. She hates it. She hates everything. But
0: you gotta learn to like paint your face like a drag queen.
1: I really should, but like I I hate the thought of like real, gluing my eyebrows down. Like I think that's the one thing I would struggle with because like, well, it's not like you have
0: much in the way of eyebrows. To I mean, I with.
1: have quite a bit of eyebrow and it's very bushy. At Sam. Times. They're there. Think about who you're talking to. Like, great, yeah, you have a lot more than I do. But so. What I want to talk – I'm glad we brought this up because I really wanted to talk to you about this um, because you're the person to talk to about this. I have watched okay. season three of All Stars and recently when I was in the hospital, I ended up buying all of season two because I started watching one episode and I was like, I need another one. And then I needed another one and then I ended up had the whole season. So then I saw that season one was really cheap and I was like, oh, it's really cheap. I'll get it and watch it. Oh you're talking you're talking about all, all stars. stars though. just all stars. because you have you have to be clear because
0: it's obviously there's seasons one, seasons two.
1: Yeah, there's three seasons of All stars. So I've seen the second second season and the third season. and I started trying to watch the first season because I loved the other two seasons of all stars. I cannot I've made it to through episode one, and I don't know if I'll be able to watch the rest of it because I don't really connect to any of the queens and the format is just so
0: bad the format is really really bad um i like a lot of the queens that are on there i like raven i like Juju i like uh pandora i like latrice i real, i love latrice but um the format's really bad the pairing thing fucking terrible
1: it really it doesn't it doesn't make any sense i know who's gonna win like which doesn't It doesn't deter me because I knew Alaska was going to win for season two. Spoiler alert: if you haven't watched, but most people (laughs) probably already know since it's on Alaska's like page that she's the winner of.
0: You know, it's everybody knows about Alaska Thunderfuck. Yeah, everybody, even Michael now, even my mother, my mom watched Drag Race.
1: Yeah, so like, but I just I can't get over how bad season one of this show that of all stars is like it's just you yeah, know you notice they changed the format for future yeah, seasons and, and of all stars because
0: better. the everybody hated it
1: oh so i'm not i'm not alone in the this is terrible
0: no we didn't like it okay because it's it was a it was a bad format the queens didn't like it the fans didn't like it you notice they didn't do it that way again. Yeah.
1: And I'm really disappointed on Amazon that you can't buy season four because I think I'd love Sharon Needles, but I can't watch season four to know if I love Sharon Needles or not, which is sad and depressing.
0: I think you would love I Sharon I think I Needles. would
1: love um, her, like adore her, like worship probably the floor she walks on because she looks like my kind of queen. Oh, yeah. Um, Just like the more <laughs> I see like clips of a door and stuff, I'm like, yeah. I feel that
0: no, you. I think Adore and Sharon are very, very much your style. Yeah,
1: because that's the kind—the kind, of, the kind um, of queen I think I would be. I would not be that polished.
0: No, you would be. No, I mean, Sharon is very polished, um, but a door is the very very messy
1: but i guess like i would be somewhere uh, in between because like i don't know i just feel like i feel like i get both of them and i thought well you haven't seen season 10 yet so you can't like remark on it but i like dusty ray i just don't love the way she did some of her makeup like some of the makeup choices she made i just kind of looked at it like okay girl what are you doing
0: because Everybody does that once in a while, though, and you're like, um, what I the fuck? I don't think fuck? I'm really spoiling
1: anything, because it's her thing, but, like, she puts dots all over her face, and, like, sometimes they look cute, and sometimes they just look really stupid.
0: Like a, um, like that pop art yes, artist. Yes, like a pop you know art thing, about? yeah.
1: It's, it's, she, it's a very pop art thing she's doing, and, like, sometimes it looks good, and sometimes I'm like, girl, no. Just, just no. Just no. I don't know. So yeah, I'm obsessed with drag race. I blame you. So you've addicted Melanie to hockey, me to drag race, like you just do this to yeah. your friends.
0: Why not? <laughs> like I want my friends to enjoy the things that I enjoy. No, Melanie's into drag race. I know too. she's into drag race, I think but I you both had were. But was
1: it your fault that she got into it? What, yeah. drag race? Yeah. No. See,
0: like we were over at her mom's one night and uh when the first season was on and we were like sitting in her mom's computer room i don't remember what we were even over there doing we were just dicking around changing channels on the tv and saw a drag race like rupaul's drag race so we stopped on it
1: and we were like oh shit we gotta watch this see i don't know i know who wins season one i don't like her at all she's in season three of all stars and i cannot Um, stand her oh is she back i don't I
0: didn't love her. I can't remember who else was in season one. I do not like her at though. all. Because I've only I've only seen season one once because it's like quote unquote the lost season or whatever.
1: So it's yeah. been a while since I seen her. She's so. really she thinks a lot more of herself than she should, and it is very grating on my nerves.
0: I don't hate her as much as I hated the winner of season two. I don't even mm uh tyra i haven't seen tyra sanchez the other tyra i haven't seen
1: much of that i've seen a lot of raja from season three but she does all of the like pit stop interviews and i raja is amazing oh fucking queen yeah she's like raja like had a real
0: job before drag race because raja if you watch like old seasons of america's next top model raja's one of the makeup oh wow i did not know that Like, that's... Raja does makeup for a living. She's gorgeous.
1: I can't, like... I just can't. Her face is unclockable. It's amazing.
0: (laughs) That's because she does makeup for a living. She's so good. And it's ridiculous makeup. so good. And she, like... Because, I mean, like, top model makeup is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's
1: just really, like, and she's really relatable. Like I said, she does the interview, so I've gotten to know her. I've gotten to know of a couple of the queens that way that I haven't really gotten to see their seasons. But, like... I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. And I told my mom. I was like, "Well, I could use Amazon gift cards for Christmas, so I can just keep buying Drag Race." And she's like, "Why?" She's like, "Why are you sending that? I was like, "I don't know." There's something about men putting on dresses and doing their make- makeup better than mine that just makes me live. I love it. Well, it's
0: it's fun because it's comedy. It's like
1: and. And it's drama. I I can see how your mom doesn't get it. Drama sometimes, like some serious. This season ten is more dramatic than I have ever seen a season of Drag Race. It is like it is. uh, What's her face yelling at Sharon Needles like all the time? Drama. Um, Fifi, it's like Fifi O'Hara yelling at Sharon. Fifi
0: O'Hara is the fucking. She is, and there's
1: someone worse on season ten, in my opinion. The Vixen is horrible. Oh, really? Now we gotta watch the Vixen. Melody stirs the pot on purpose like so bad
0: Sam says there's someone more obnoxious than Fifi O'Hara I on the current season her. of Drag Race I need I you to know her. her name is okay. the vixen and
1: I can't I fucking hate her she it. she is purposefully like picking at people like she doesn't do what like no she doesn't Sorry. quite do what Fifi oh. does where Fifi's like, well, I don't like that. You might not want to wear it, but oh. she does like, she knows how to say things to set people off. And there have been some really big blow ups in, um, well, it's, it's been messy. Have you, you haven't seen Fifi season. So you haven't seen like Fifi going around,
0: but you've seen some I, of yeah. what Fifi does on all stars where she kind of goes to people and she like does this like underhanded, like cutting them down. Yeah, I've where she's acting like she's helping them but she's really being like a little shit the
1: vixen doesn't even try to pretend not to be a shit she's just a shit she's She's just a a real dick and i just can't i'm like no no because eureka that's who i really like on the season is eureka she was on season nine for for a brief thing and then she got like oh yeah they brought brought her her back i love and they told her she was coming back like in when you watch the episode she's She's the one that yes, hurt her and name. they're like, You're, you have an open invitation for season 10. Well, she's back for season 10, and she is good, fucking killing it. I liked it. her. She is killing it, but, like, the vixen is poked with her and other people, and it's just, like, so much. It's more drama than I'm even used to, and granted, I haven't seen every season, but it's still, it's just so much drama. It's it's a lot.
0: It's when you can't, you know, you can't win on your own merit, so you have to, like, cut yeah, other people and I down. think Eureka, I think Eureka's fucking amazing, so... I mean, it's not RuPaul's best friend race. No, but, but sometimes uh, it is.
1: <sighs> sometimes, but like <laughs> people have found really like made really good friends. Yeah, I think it. Trixie and uh, Katya is one of my favorites. They do YouTube videos together, and they're amazing.
0: Oh, um, Raven and Judy oh, really? do, too. Yeah, are they used to? That's cool. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Oh, believe me, I know all about.
1: Ugh. <laughs> so. We're already 30 minutes in and I know we wanted to do a little bit of political talk and a little bit of hockey talk. So do you want to start with the hockey talk yeah. since we're
0: No, let's start with Well, hockey talk is semi political, but let's start with let's start with some politics. We'll save coach's corner okay. for the end.
1: Um a lot's been going on. Yeah, let's start with the big one. Uh Bill Cosby. He was finally um convicted, He was convicted yeah. of all yep. charges finally convicted of being a sexual predator predator
0: a yeah. rapist he was a rapist yeah. he drugged women yeah. and raped them and um so that happened and i honest to god i saw him trending yesterday and i was like oh shit bill cosby died
1: <laughs> no he's going to um, prison it was just as good i don't I, like i it gives me hope that maybe those people who've spoken about, about dumbass in chief uh, may have their mm. day in court someday and something similar could happen. It, ge- it it gives me a little bit of hope. Like, it really does.
0: How sad are you, though, about Tom Brokaw? So, okay. I do have a lot to say about this, okay? Because. I mean, I don't know anything. I just okay, know he was, he was accused. accused. I happened and to catch part of it on the radio this morning on my way to Starbucks. This,
1: the, the accuser essentially. Okay. So let's start with this. I do think that the whole sexual assault thing is getting taken a little bit too far. There are plenty of guys who've tried to kiss a girl on a bad date. The girl didn't necessarily want to be kissed. That's not sexual assault. Like, relationships are messy and confusing, especially between, well, between everybody. Relationships are messy. And constantly accusing people of sexual assault when it seems like maybe it's not is starting to rake on my nerves because i'm seeing it in other places it's happened with other people where it's questionable whether or not it's actually sexual assault from what i read he said she said he came up behind her and tickled her waist and that he tried to kiss her once and in my book based on what i've read that no not sexual i mean sex. it's harassment yeah but assault Yeah, maybe, maybe. But the other thing is like, if you have a good, if say they had, I don't know what their relationship was like. I don't know how he interpreted their their relationship, but I've had guy friends who have been close to me, who have touched me and I maybe didn't necessarily want them to touch me, but I didn't interpret it as sexual assault either because it wasn't like it was a constant thing where I thought they were trying to get more than they should have. So I don't know. And and maybe I don't know her. I don't I don't know him personally. I think he's an amazing person and an amazing man. But that doesn't I speak mean... very highly of him. I follow him on Twitter. I mean,
0: because it does. Bill Cosby. At the same, they, time, people say like, the same thing about Bill Cosby. Is like, oh, how could our nation's father, you're... for so many years in the eighties?
1: Well, look, but look what Cosby did versus yeah, no, versus someone's I mean, waste getting tickled. Like Brokaw's not being a charge of raping her he, he's being right accused it's, it's, of it's, it's, her it's the, the difference between her.
0: harassment and assault
1: yes like it's or it's the like, difference between harassment like, is
0: a thing you can apologize an, an for pro- Ass- i mean yes. if it's not i mean look there are also limits on harassment it's a spectrum like many things but assault, assault yes. and harassment yeah there does need to be delineation
1: there's needs to be a difference, and like if it's something that happened a long time ago and you didn't speak up. Here's my thing. There's been, like I said, guys who maybe have have said or done things that I felt were inappropriate, but I it didn't persist, so I didn't say anything. And you have to like in situations like that, if you're uncomfortable, you need to speak up and say something because if you don't, sometimes guys aren't aware. And yes, well, there needs to be. We need to teach our boys, how to behave themselves. But if you flirt back or you give a guy a reason to think that you're, then the signals can get crossed and messy. So I think sometimes people who are speaking up about small things like this really need to go to the other person first and talk to them and be like, this is how I felt. And let there be a private apology. You don't have to bring it out into the public and be like, oh, they sexually assaulted me. That's not always the case, and I just feel like it's getting taken too far in in some regards. There's been other people that have seen it happening, too.
0: I think there is the onus on women to now have to teach men to have boundaries that society has not taught them to have because men... Often are they feel entitled to things that they are not entitled to. And it's very much the friend zone principle where, oh, I was nice to you for X number of days. Now you owe me sex in return. So, I mean, we can't expect women to do all the lifting here. Men have to... No, And I'm not saying this in the case of, of Broca or in the context of anything really, but men have to be more responsible with realizing that there is a line and also with, you know, like using their mouths to talk and accepting when a woman does tell them no. Because a lot of the time women don't say no because yeah. they're scared.
1: Yeah, and and I know that there there's a like you said there's a lot of complexity to the, the issue, but I just see this trend of things getting taken like too far, and we're getting to a point where guys are going to be afraid to pursue. And
0: it shouldn't. And it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. They shouldn't be afraid to pursue. They should be. They should be able to say... They should be able to
1: vocalize and accept vocalization. To the woman,
0: say, yes, are you interested in this? But they also have to keep in mind that they, like, are they intimidating to that? Is it in a position where that woman feels uncomfortable saying no? Like, is she alone with you? And is she... Yeah. Are you making her feel like if she says no, you're going to press anyway? Or... Like the um incident up in Toronto where the gentleman was scorned. So he ran his car into a huge group of people like. This is yeah. the way men react but I just to being turned like down. I- and then they wonder why. Oh, well, she didn't say no. She agreed to it. And now she just has regrets. Well, she was afraid to say no.
1: Yeah. There are also times like I think about like when you talk about consent cuz a lot a large portion of of the problem is like the 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 changing of what consent is over time like we've been in a patriarchy for so long and men have felt a certain way for so long and felt that they could do certain things for so long that it's it's hard for some people to adapt to this change in well, because they don't in feel the like way they society looks at things because there was yeah a long time ago like society didn't look at, or not even that long ago society didn't look at things the same way and i mean even in my own personal like relationship like going through relationships there were times where i didn't want to you don't i don't know how to explain this like if you're in a situation with a guy and you're on a date I didn't necessarily want to have to have him stop and say, do you want me well, to kiss you? Like, I just want him to There are situations
0: it. where it's clear both parties are into it.
1: Yeah, and sometimes I also know that there are times when it's it's, yes. it's clear for one well, and not the other. And, there are and that doesn't always... Because you personally It's, it's harder forced. to interpret. Yeah, I've personally... I've, I mean, I've been raped. Um, I've been through that in my lifetime and so I I can, I can tell you what the difference is and they, it's subtle and that's why it's frustrating because I know how it feels to have that happen to you and not really realize it or not really understand it until later but I also own up to the fact that I didn't necessarily understand or realize and I am not going to go back now you know this many years later and try to ruin someone's life because I, you know, I've learned and grown uh, as an adult, and I understand that, you know, there, there, there's no point in rehashing that. Like I've moved on, I've got gone forward. So I feel like some of these times that people, some of these women that are doing it, are doing it vindictively and not for a positive like change. It's also, like at a point I mean, and
0: not to downplay your experience, but there's also the situations like bill cosby and like should be like president trump where it's just person after person after person and it's like yeah i mean i'm sure this is not true of the guy that was your boyfriend at that time but these women do come out in hopes that there are others out there because they do want this person to face yeah. consequences i mean and yeah it is in It is spite. It's, it's, they want this person to face consequences for what they've done because they've suffered. Yeah.
1: Yeah, But, like, again, like I said, there's the subtlety, there's the difference between what it looks like to me with some of these cases and what it looks like in other cases. And I think that we need to be careful how, yeah, how much we punish men for some. Some of the actions that aren't necessarily predatory or, or meant to be harmful, I guess, is what I mean. Because there are, are, I'm a very physical person, for example. So I'm very touchy feely with my friends, and I would never, you know, like say, I'm going to use Jason as an example. Like if I like like, playfully, like, touched him or grabbed his, like, I, okay, Judith's a better be example, and it's another girl, so it's different. I love to grab Judith's boobs. It's my favorite thing. She doesn't necessarily love it, but I don't mean it as sexual harassment. I mean it as I'm her friend, and it's a playful, funny thing to do. So, and that's a really harsh example, but I mean even, like, t- like if I was to, like, gently, like, tickle Jason or jokingly, like, tease him or something like that with my hands, like, I don't mean it in a physical sexual right attack kind because, of way so you have to the like difference i just is feel like someone ver- you
0: know and someone you're friends with as opposed to someone in a workplace where it's if someone came up to me if someone that i worked with came up to me and tickled my waist i would come unglued
1: yeah i think it depends on the workplace because there have been more places where i've had good relationships i worked with, with people, my so grandmother i, what I would I'm saying still is, like, we probably be unglued <laughs> I guess what I'm just trying to say is like we need to be careful where we draw the line and what we define as sexual harassment versus what is something that's an innocent mistake. And I think that line's getting really extra blurry and it's and we're starting to maybe cross I think it in ways that, that we shouldn't. In this particular case,
0: I know I know your instinct you like broke on, your instinct is to defend him, but I think it's too soon. To really know to
1: I mean, it, because it, it may be very too soon to make a judgment. I
0: just literally don't know anything about it at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean just what I've read, I don't interpret what she's saying to be sexual harassment. Maybe to some and maybe to her it was. But then also I feel like at the same time, like I mean,
0: and I and I'm i te- I'm saying I can see where she's coming from. If that happened in the workplace. And yes. Yeah. And I, there think, I is think it was a an interpretation of how he felt his relationship was with her. um, May not have jived with how she felt their relationship was. But being that it was in the workplace, it was at the very least completely inappropriate. So,
1: I mean. Yeah. And we as women really need to, I think one of the changes that needs to be made. And I think that that's what the Me Too movement is trying to do, which I think is the thing going forward is instead of we need to have a society where we feel like would we right. need to speak out? We can because at this point, you know, a lot of the things that are coming up about men are coming up from your, you know, from years prior. And we need to, to get to a point where it's not like years later that we bring these things that are coming up.
0: up now that are years and years and years ago are because of that in a way they're seeing these yeah, other people they and they're saying too, but that I- happened to me please know that this person yeah. did that to me and also hollywood's a fucking cesspool
1: it really is i mean the whole well the whole our whole culture has been so patriarchal patriarchally i don't know if that's a word Patriarchically, I don't know either, but it's been driven by Melanie. Yeah, Patriarchically driven word. for so long. <laughs> Look, we're making up words here, but it's been driven by that for so long. Patriarchically that it is really hard to driven, change. and we just need to we need to definitely make an effort to start speaking up sooner and and not you know letting these things slide because that's the only way we're going we gonna, only way we can make the change that we need to make. So I, it's it's a whole big like gray area um in some cases but we really do Oh yeah, we could talk about this for forever.
0: Um <laughs> And I don't want to. Let's talk about other who, oh, uh, is, the fall of Kanye West, which is really a mental health issue. Um I go to therapy, you go to therapy. I have bipolar disorder and I'm sitting here to tell you that whatever Kanye West's behavior is currently um, where he's going out wearing a MAGA hat, he's stumping for Donald Trump. Either he's secretly actually a Republican or he's off his meds and he's having a manic, uh, a manic episode. But
1: I have no answers lo- for So for I that, started seeing man. stuff
0: pop up and mm-hmm. Kanye. I don't like Kanye West. I'm going to be upfront about that. I've never enjoyed Kanye. Um I have respect for what have he I. does as a musician and as an artist more or less. I don't even know if I have that I mean, kind of respect. I mean sometimes it's a honest. little like
1: ugh. Sometimes he I mean like sometimes <sighs>
0: Like his fashion sense is shitty and he thinks he's the shit, but whatever. I have respect for him as a as a as a musical artist.
1: I don't because he doesn't True. have respect for anybody else. I um, guess that that's which the I'm going issue I have like, to touch he has on no respect as well for anybody is, else.
0: As a disrespect a super disrespectful thing that he did, um in relation to this. But I really think it is a I think it's a manic episode because and I saw a tweet today that says, Well, he never was the same after his mother passed and his wife should fill that role but instead he married a kardashian so first of all um gross second of all um why the fuck would his wife fill his mother's role is this oedipus what are we doing here um i don't understand that like mentality um but i also don't understand that denigration of Kim in that way because I do respect Kim's hustle. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to make my money that way, but you have to admit Kim Kardashian makes her fucking money.
1: Yeah. And she is, is much I, I, more stable I, I and level-headed
0: than her husband is ever going to be. But Kanye has had a couple of episodes that are definitely, and I'm not a psychologist. I'm just a person with bipolar disorder who is able to tell you I have seen these things. Um, cause you'll, you've seen it in Mariah Carey had her breakdown. She's now come out as saying, yes, I'm bipolar. Um, Britney Spears had her breakdown. She's bipolar. Kanye's had two in the past few years.
1: Well and here's a here's a fun fact. Generally speaking, um I wrote a paper on this in college. People who are artistic generally tend to deal with bipolar disorder. It goes oh, yeah. hand in hand. Um or bipolar disorder or some form of anxiety. Like they usually go hand both. in hand. Like it is very, very common. <laughs> yeah. I have anxiety and I am an artistic um. nature. Um I could probably, but that's like also addiction goes in hand in hand with that as well. Generally, if you have an artistic personality, you tend to have either a bipolar or anxiety driven mm-hmm. personality, as well as the ability to um, develop addiction. And I think that easily.
0: because you can see this cycle in Kanye, it's he's medicated for a while and possibly feels that. He is stifled while on medication because that's what happens with a lot of artists.
1: Although, not just, yeah, they, they feel stifled or they also feel like they're better. So then, no well, longer that needed.
0: happens with people in general, but he, that's the thing yes. about mental disorders like bipolar, like depression. You don't get better. There's no getting better from that. You don't magically overcome it it's like it's like like your brain literally does not your body does not make those chemicals like it's like being a a diabetic like your body your your pancreas doesn't magically start making penicillin like it doesn't work that way it's not penicillin
1: insulin thank you
0: i was really doing good and now you made me sound like a dumbass
1: Sorry, but pen- penicillin is a type of antibiotic. Your body doesn't My make My body <laughs> fucking
0: makes penicillin. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> sure. Um, okay. <laughs> Your body is magical, Julie. Fuck you. Magical. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's clearly yeah, I, I really, another, like, another it episode. It has the earmarks
0: of a manic episode. And...
1: I mean, it's not surprising. He's definitely, like, I think he went to Trump Tower and visited when Trump got elected yeah, and stuff, so he may I mean, very well actually be a Trump this seems like supporter. a manic
0: episode, but it also seems very much like, I mean, he tweeted a long time ago or several years ago when this Cosby stuff first came out that Cosby was innocent. But he, I mean, like, so he comes out, he's wearing his fucking MAGA hat, he's fucking talking all this stuff about how he and Trump understand each other because they're the same type of people. And then, um, John Legend, who is a saint, um, but. texts him and he's like, dude, like, you may want to walk that back. I'm coming to you as your friend from a place of love. You, 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 as a fellow black man. You may want to walk that one back. Kanye screenshots it and puts it on the internet.
1: Yeah, I mean I think he legitimately, but he may relate to Trump because Trump is also like him and tends to have these episodes as I mean, well, it's also possible just that never there's been comorbidity
0: with like a narcissism disorder as well.
1: Yeah. I Trump, I mean Trump clearly has some not some to stuff armchair going on diagnose
0: too. people. Let's have Melanie on sometime to armchair diagnose people and uh <laughs> our resident psychiatrist, psychologist, little Melanie. Woo! Oh, sorry. Uh, I can see the hockey game out of the corner of my eye and this man's shield is full of blood.
1: Ugh. Okay, let's... Uh, <sighs> moving on. Um, our <laughs> uh, Just to briefly touch on it as well, uh, on the political side, we had another power outage in Puerto Rico. And... Still not doing Trump anything. Administration. No, they're not doing anything. And what's wild is I had a recent conversation with some Trump supporters, and Trump supporters don't think we should help Puerto Rico. So... Because Trump supporters Trump don't feels-
0: fucking realize that Puerto Ricans are fucking Americans, because they're racist and Puerto Ricans are brown. <gasps> I, know. I just saw the replay it, of how it, the guy it, got the blood in his... Uh, Shield. He took a skate to the face.
1: Ugh I'm like I my hair's standing on end. All right. Well do we want to talk about hockey? We're starting to run pretty close to to a long ass podcast today, which That's is fine, fine. But I it- I'm sorry I like derailed, but I can like
0: see the game Melanie put the game on, like I said earlier, and I can see it out of the corner of my eye. And I happen to look over and see the guy down, and then I'm like, I can see his like shield on his helmet filling with blood, and they just showed the replay and he took a skate to the face. Um
1: so let's not make Sam throw up on this podcast. How about that? How about I'm gonna have to like as much medical shit as I've been through, I I'm so squeamish, let's not. I will throw up. I forget what. Oh, we were watching *Forge and Fire* and there was blood, and I was like, "Nope, nope, nope." And I like went over and petted the cat. I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope, can't. Nope, mm-mm, gross."
0: God, <laughs> holy shit balls! I'm like, Is the I'm like gonna be okay? a little shaky right now. That it was a lot of blood.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, there's a hockey thing that's also kind yeah. Of there's this like okay. So um, during the
0: first round series the Washington Capitals were playing the Columbus Blue Jackets and there was a little girl on the glass who was banging on the glass for attention which is what little kids do well adults do it too I've done it banging on the glass for attention from the players because sometimes a player will throw a puck over the glass to you and then you've got a cool little souvenir that's going to freeze your hands off for the next hour because the pucks are frozen and um yeah. So Brett Connolly, who is a Washington capital skates over and um points to the little girl and he picks he picks his puck up and he flips it over the glass and this dude, a grown man, standing behind this little girl, snatches the puck out of the air, hands it to the kid next to her who's a little boy. Brett's like, what the fuck? Oh. So he picks up another puck, flips it over the glass. The dude behind the little girl reaches out, snatches it, and hands it to the little boy on the other side of her. What the hell, dude? Like, not appropriate. Brett bangs on the glass because he's pissed because he's already indicated that this puck is meant for this little girl because players do that. And general hockey etiquette indicates you give it to the person the player indicated. It's just, it's, it's not done. You yeah. don't fucking go against the player's wishes.
1: You do. No, and you don't treat a little girl who's clearly there to enjoy hockey because she likes it. You
0: don't ruin her. She's that a second class citizen because she's a girl. Yeah. And so this clip goes viral. It starts getting passed around like, oh, look how cute this is. No, it is fucking not cute. It, oh. I got so like, I'm literally sitting in the arena when I see this in my Twitter feed and I watch it and I'm like, fuck this guy, fuck the dude in the John Carlson Jersey. And then, um, we find out later, a, he doesn't know any of those kids. So it's not like, Oh, he was trying to get a puck for all three of his kids, not just his daughter. Um, which is what everybody was saying as an excuse. He doesn't know any of those kids. Um, yeah. the little girl is an only child. The little girl was also the only one banging on the glass. Yeah. So, I mean, it ended up, and so it's just, it's the stupid thing where girls aren't supposed to like sports and girls are passed over in favor of boys because this is sports. So obviously we should be giving it to the boys because sports. Um, in the end, the little girl got her puck. She got to be the fan of the game at the next home game. Aww. Um, Uncle Ted, our gracious and loving, um, team owner, gave her and her family glass seats to the next home game.
1: Aww. And she
0: got to go down to meet Connolly after the game.
1: Aww. So she had yeah. a better
0: time than those little boys.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, and you see that in so many sports. I was listening to a thing on NPR the other day about girls in baseball. And, like, there's this, like, it's this toxic, like, masculinity like, fear that if girls get involved they're going to take over. <sighs> and, like, why can't we all just enjoy and be and participate when we want? You know what I mean? Like, why can't we all just... Look, it, it shouldn't matter what's between your legs. It
0: shouldn't, but also, like, Sports are segregated by gender for a reason, and I can use hockey as an example because a lot of hockey players are over six feet tall and over two hundred pounds, and you are not going to find a lot of women who are that size. Um,
1: no, but if you do, and they want to play hockey, like let them play hockey.
0: Yeah, I mean, there. I mean, but also there are women's leagues. And there are women's women who are playing fantastic hockey. Like the United States women's national team won a gold medal in Sochi. They're incredible. They also went to the White House today. But um, our Lord and Savior Hillary Knight did not go to the White House today and went and took her. A lot of
1: our Olympians did not go. And to the White I, House that's today. what I'm saying.
0: She didn't go to the White House. She took her gold medal to her grandma instead, which is awesome. I fucking love Hillary Knight. God, I bet Amanda Kessel went to the White House. I have the biggest crush really- on Amanda Kessel and her brother. Her brother went to the White House because his, his team won the Stanley Cup last year because he's a fucking penguin. Um yeah. I don't even want to talk about my crush on Phil Kessel. It's stupid and it makes no sense. Um, it's gross. I hate myself for yeah. it.
1: But, I mean, the, the, point, the point remains, like, yes, there's a reason sometimes why they're segregated, but at the same time, like... Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Yeah, there and are there t- are sports where it, it
0: doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, baseball. It doesn't really matter it, all that Yeah, much baseball, baseball is stupid cuz it's not physical. No, it's stupid, but and that's one where girls aren't I mean, allowed have to play softball like, because they're girls. Yeah,
0: they have to play softball cuz they're girls. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and I've played softball. I find baseball horrifyingly boring. Like why is golf segregated?
1: That's another I it your, your guess is as good as mine. And it, it again, it, it goes back to a society that has been a toxic patriarchy for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. We've uh, Women have been a second class citizen and we're finally speaking up and it, it's causing all kinds of trouble for people.
0: Yeah, men really don't like it. They really
1: don't. But, you know, that's okay. Who run the world? Girls. Girls. <laughs> So I guess we probably should wrap up, but I want to make sure before we wrap up that we talk about last week's songs, because I think we both had some pretty damn good songs. Also, I want to remark on the Hanson song I had for you in the last podcast. Did you love it? It was, (laughs) it it? was a little bit of a surprise. So I think that came from, I
0: had, I have um, Hanson song called Penny and me on my, on one of my playlists. And I was like on my way to Starbucks, and I ha- was play- like, playing it, and I was like, "Oh, you take the girl out of Oklahoma, but you can't take the Oklahoma out of the girl." And uh,
1: it Sam me. saw
0: that and proceeded to put in that song at the end of the last,
1: or at uh, the end of the last podcast. So, uh, "Where Is the Love," which is a very fitting song for our yeah. lives right now. So, I just thought it was funny and perfect. It happened. That happens to be my favorite Hanson song. So.
0: Really, I love. Oh, that Oh, I can play you much better ones.
1: I don't know. I love that song. It's just the one like that I've heard that I remember the most. That I just I don't know. I love that song
0: because you probably only ever heard like the singles from Middle of Nowhere because you're not I from Oklahoma. Middle, I
1: have the whole CD. Uh uh-huh. I mean that I was, but you're uh, not. you not from
0: Oklahoma, so you don't. Know. I don't. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't get it. No, but I did love your show tune, and I cried and loved Dashboard so much I had to buy it because.
0: I told you dude, that Dashboard song.
1: Oh, that Dashboard song is so good. It's so good. I encourage everybody to buy it. And I really, like, I do enjoy a good show tune, and it is good. I mean, there's nothing bad to say about either of, of your choices. Yeah, when she says week. show
0: tune, she means um, Found Tonight by um, Lynn manuel Miranda and um, Ben Platt.
1: Yeah, it was great. So what did you think of the song I picked? Oh, I loved
0: it, and I put it, like, straight on my playlist
1: it's that whole album is really good but that song is my vibe like i haven't listened to
0: the album yet but i have listened to the song it hasn't
1: all released yet so
0: i'm like i was like oh i felt some feelings like i i am you immediately i was like have you listened to my songs yet because i wanted to talk about them
1: yeah they're it's yeah yeah
0: i was like getting in there
1: That Frank Turner, like Frank Turner is just like my hero. He released another single called Make America Great Again. I haven't listened to that one, but it's on my list. It's, 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 it's going to make you feel some feels. Um, Definitely makes me feel feels. He just general in general, it will make me feel. He wrote one of the, one of the most, like one of the songs one of the only songs that can legitimately, every single time I listen to it, make me cry. There are songs that make me emotional if I really like listen to them and pay attention, but like it doesn't matter if it's on casually in the background. This song will make me cry. Like mm. um, we can make it a bonus this week. It's called "Long Live the Queen." Oh, I know exactly
0: what song you're... I saw him play that live one time. And, like, I didn't know anything about Frank Turner, but I heard that... Well, I knew, like, maybe the song that was on the radio a lot a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. So we were at Bamboozle, and I saw him, and one of the songs that he played was Long Live the Queen, and that song it rips me to shreds i was like holy shit i love this song so that's one of the few i don't know that many frank turner songs but that that many frank turner songs but that is one that I know. it
1: rips me to fucking shreds
0: it's so good
1: i relate to it on like five million different levels i relate to it on a personal level because of what i've been through i relate to it on a personal level from losing several people in my life like it is just a so super powerful song. Like if you don't cry when you're listening to that song, then you're doing something wrong with your life. But I mean, I'm just that's just how I feel about it. So I actually have a bonus song this week from Michael because bo-
0: oh, you have a Michael song. I
1: actually have a Michael song because he he had picked it last week, and I didn't get the message in time. Um, but his favorite band, which is the Bare Naked Ladies, actually released a new CD not too long ago, and. <laughs> Michael has struggled with them because ever since Steve, who was their main vocalist, left the band, he's been very up and down. It's been very up and down, but he really liked this um, CD, and actually, this song is really good. I actually enjoy the CD too. This is not the song I like the best off the album. This is the song he likes the best, but it's the Bare Naked Ladies, and the song is called Sunshine. And he would like everybody to to give it a listen and see what they think. And then my song is a little bit older. I recently discovered or rediscovered Ludo through Michael
0: um, (laughs)
1: because Michael really likes Ludo. And we actually have a Ludo radio station that plays like all – it's like Panic! at the Disco and Ludo and something corporate. Like it's all shit that I really like and it's stuff that Michael generally likes. But this one song came on not too, too long ago and I was like, I like this song. This is a really good pop punk song. This is a perfect pop punk (laughs) song. And like I am obsessed and it's called Such Such As It Ends by Ludo it's a f- I that fucking perfect pop punk song guys like if you like pop punk you're gonna fucking love this song because they just it's it's so good it's it's up there with Mar- dear Maria count me in in my book
0: oh my god that you know it's really funny I ran a hockey game back like I literally rewound it because I was pretty sure I could hear um, wasn't dear Maria it was the what's the other one the one about the stripper Brrr. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name of it right now. Melanie, what's the all-time low song about the stripper?
1: (sighs) No, it is Dear Maria. Yeah, dude. I mean, that is... I was going to say that shit probably... (laughs) It is Dear Maria. I was like, like, we're talking about Dear Maria, so it can't be that. So what is she talking about?
0: I was like, I just had to run through it in part in my head but no that is that is the this one about the stripper yeah that one is the all-time low song about the stripper yeah. i heard it on a hockey game and i was like wait did i really just hear that that's fantastic yeah it's such- but it was on the columbus game and they were playing the caps and i was like you can't play that they're ours oh they're from this yeah, area they are. they're from baltimore they are not from baltimore they're from fucking towson okay whatever it's not the same it's
1: good charlotte's it's like, from annapolis it's like but when they're also from good waldorf. charlotte says they're from
0: dc but they're really from well waldorf. they say
1: they're from annapolis too like it depends on which day you ask them because i've heard them say annapolis and i've also heard them say Waldorf, which are like right next door to each other so they're not that close they're close-ish they are not okay whatever i haven't been to Waldorf. actually no i've been to waldorf and annapolis and baltimore None of those things are near well, each other. Well, I've been to all of them and I couldn't I can't remember. I anyway, anyway, what are your picks this what's your pick this, this week?
0: I just have one pick. I am not going to throw out a bonus. Um I have a very upbeat, happy song, and it's called Million
1: Bucks, and it's by Small Pools. I don't even think I've ever heard of small pools, so that'll be a Um anything. it's very
0: in the vein of sort of sort of a little in the vein of walk down. Okay. Okay. A little bit, yeah. I've definitely wrecked small pools before. Because I've done, um,
1: I swear I've done passenger side. You might have, but I don't remember. <laughs> My brain, like, I've got too much shit going on, Julie. Do you really think I remember?
0: Whatever. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs>
1: like, I don't expect you to remember the ones I've said. I i don't even remember the ones I've said.
0: Yeah, I don't remember yours. I remember okay, well, mine. I don't even
1: remember mine. So that tells you. <laughs> Tells Time you where my, how work. good my brain works. So good, so good. So yeah, I think we have a good a good mix then this week. It'll be interesting to see what people think of Bare Naked Ladies, especially you and Melanie. Sure. Maybe see if y'all like it.
0: I think Melanie likes the Bare Naked Ladies actually. So
1: I really, they have a song on that album that sounds very much like a Guster song to me.
0: Oh, it's like that's where you're trying to get in on me is by comparing it to Guster. You remember, um, in 2014 when we went to well, I went to Firefly with Melanie and uh, saw Guster for the yeah. first time and it was like getting yeah. my life.
1: But they they have a song on that album that is very much it reminds me of like Guster, um, big time or like almost a little bit like May, like because Guster and May are kind of in the same family, ish. I'm making circles mm-hmm. and they kind of touch, but you can't see. <laughs> you can't <laughs> see what I'm doing. <laughs> so uh, next time, maybe
0: we're going to talk about
1: event- Infinity, Infinity War. And next time, I think we should probably discuss the whole Trump lawyer situation, which we didn't get to today.
0: Oh my god! Didn't we talk about no, that last we, time? Did we have to talk we about it? Really again? covered it
1: completely. Um, what's going on? Oh, you know what? I put it in the. Thing we haven't gotten we to it talk yet, so about it's something it. that we probably should uh, talk about. Aren't we just exhausted? We are, but you know what? I actually had a nice little break while I was in the hospital. I didn't think about politics at all for like four days. It was amazing. It was amazing.
0: Um, can sure. I do one other thing? Can I shout out my other? Actually, project? you
1: can. We actually shared this on the Twitter, and um, yeah. So go ahead and shout it out.
0: Yeah. So um. If you don't get enough of me talking about hockey from our my amateur amateur coach's corner segment, um I do have an all hockey podcast called Pucker Up and you can find it on either SoundCloud or iTunes or on Twitter at puckeruppod.com. Dot .com? No. Why did I say dot .com? Cut that out. Yeah, it's just at Pucker Up Pod on Twitter. I don't know why I said .com. It's I'm all a good. Idiot. Make sure you
1: follow that, and make sure you're following us at Grow Up emo Kid. And if you have any questions, you can send us an email at Yard. grow up email grow up kid podcast at gmail.com. And I guess we'll be back.
0: You can follow us on Facebook at Grow Up emo as yeah. well.
1: We're on yeah Facebook, Twitter. Send us an email on Gmail. Um, make sure you're in touch with us and let us know that you're listening. And if you have anything you want to hear
0: us talk about, let us know. We're happy to address things most of the time.
1: And we're going to try our very best to actually make this regular, you know, you know, pending random health crises that I have no control over. <laughs> <laughs> Looks shit happens. Shit happens. Well, this has been fun. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. We'll see you back next week. And that's all for now. If That's it, he's out never speak Bye. to anyone again I
0: gotta say I
1: hate people, I'm so sick of them I just can't stand the bullshit Wish I was so far away from it I'm just stupid and not angry Is it ever trouble for me to say Fuck all you motherfuckers Fuck all you motherfuckers Fuck
0: all you motherfuckers Fuck you